This is the PJ and Jim in the Morning Catch-Up Podcast. Catch PJ and Jim live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Classic Hits. Yeah, it was the one that uh, started it all off. The first official Christmas tune we played here at Classic Hits for this year. There it is again, Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. Oh, good on you, Mariah. I tell uh, you. The, the least crap of all the Christmas selections. You now, you see, I was about to ask you that. I was about to ask you that, right? When it comes to Christmas tunes, which as a general rule you're not a fan of. No. Um, but there are some you sort of... You can kind of handle. That you one. like the old cheesy sort of boppy, I, glittery ones, do, don't you? I do, yeah, I do. I like Mariah now. You know, you, there'd be something wrong with a person that, that couldn't groove around to Mariah doing their twiddlets. Exactly. And you yeah. like a little bit of, um, if memory serves, you like a bit of Shaken Stevens. I do like a bit of Shaken Stevens, I do. <laughs> I do. I think he's I think he's a very, he's a jazzy man. And a, bit of, and a bit of Slade is always a good thing. I We're in serious danger now of getting actually a Christmas list of songs. Yeah. But okay, well then, uh, the ones you, I mean, you're not a fan of the old Greg Lake, are you? You don't like the old. What's that? I believe in Father Christmas. Oh my God, I'd love to. I swear to God, I'd set fire to all the slows when he was gone out of the house. And we, we, we know your feelings on Chris Rea are well documented. Oh my God, King of the Needing the Wedgies, that fella. Look, yeah. King of the Needing the Wedgies. Yeah, and then there's that mad song that you and I had never heard of until we came here. And um, oh, the waitresses. The waitresses. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's the lyrics Merry all the Christmas. time. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a bit in it though where they go, well, you don't know what they're saying it's sooner. When we're doing something <laughs> with the wrapping paper, sell a tape, rub a bit of eat a cake, turkey tastes like gravy, yeah. That yeah. song, oh my God, I can't stand it. So actually, in your case, there's literally a, a naughty and a nice list of, of Christmas yes, songs. Yes, there is, yeah. There is. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, there is a naughty list and a nice list. You yeah, see, nice list is very short now. I will say that. To be fair, yeah, yeah. You, like if you were putting together an album, you'd be struggling. Maybe you know what I mean. There wouldn't be a B side. <laughs> Christmas songs you can count on one hand. Available in no shops now. <laughs> What a great title for an album. <laughs> oh, it's 718 if you need to give us a shout. Morning, folks. Wednesday morning here at Classic Hits. Losing my religion, R.E.M. here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Wednesday, 2nd of December. It's almost a quarter past six. Ready for the birthdays, big man? I believe so. Right, here we go. First birthday, it's Britney, bitch. Mmm. Yes, indeed. Britney no Spears celebrating her birthday today. Good on Britney Spears. She's fighting her own lad over all of this, uh, controlling her assets and everything. Yeah, Have you seen that? Has he got control over all her money, has he? Yeah, you remember she had her, uh, want of a better word, she had the breakdown type yeah. thing. And, um... He managed to somehow take control of all her assets and um, gets all the royalties and he sort of gives her a wage out of her own money type of thing. Oh, really? And he's been controlling her for years now. Uh, so she's fighting back. Good on you, Brittany. Absolutely. Because I thought, I thought it was the mother who was much more involved Same with the here. two of them. Because there was Brittany and there's... What's the sister called? Jamie Lynn or something? Oh, I don't know. Or whatever. I thought the, I thought the mother was the... But obviously the dad is, was, was lurking in the, when the few quid was around. The, I better take care the of this. The goes, yeah, who needs a hand over here? Who needs a hand? Uh, Poor old Britney. My God, can you remember when Britney came on the scene? Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, all the school uniform carry on and everything. Yeah. Very inappropriate, I remember thinking. Very inappropriate. Is that uh, what you were thinking? That's what it? I was thinking. Very wow. inappropriate, I'd yeah. Say you're, yeah. Well done, you. I was there. Uh, rising is, above it. And this is outrageously inappropriate. I'm not having it. I'm going to write a letter complaint to that school, but I could never find out who it was. <laughs> uh, and um, and my only claim to fame with Britney is that I went to a hotel once in Boston Right And I was in Boston and I went in and the guy working there says We have a room available that Britney Spears' mother designed if you'd like to stay in it And I was like, are you serious? And he goes, yes And it was, I think it was $40 more and I went, God, give me the room Now, so, I, now Brit- I say it to you out loud, it kind of feels like I was done but that was the claim of the hotel at the time. Britney Spears' mother designed a hotel, designed room. A hotel room. This was what they like, told me. And when you, when you walked in, having paid your extra $40, did it seem, hmm, this was worth it. I liked what they've done with the whole caravan feel. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a bit of that. Mm, I like it. It's kind of trailer chic. Yeah, I was like, I love how they fit in so many jumble sale animals. <laughs> it's just such a small space. 
I do remember thinking something along those lines. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's an amazing claim to fame. Yeah. And I like that. Like, I, I've always believed it. But as I said it out loud to you, it, it started to feel less believable. So I may have... Yeah, I may have believed. Uh, now, who was who? who, you, who you, it's it's the guy who told you Britney Spears' mother designed it that you're starting to lose faith yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. I mean, the fact that he was standing outside holding a sign, <laughs> looking for food at the time. <laughs> yeah, should have been. You may have been duped. Yeah, that's okay. That bit's not true. But you know yourself. Um, yeah. I'd say Britney Spears. Oh, what age? She it's like, not hard to know, isn't it? It feels like she's just been around for as long ages. as we have. But yeah. Quite obviously not. Uh, I'll say she's 33. No, Believe it or not, terrible. 39. Oh, you're joking. 39. Wow. Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Happy I hope, birthday, I hope your elf will get slapped <laughs> like a biatch. <laughs> I hope you get a few quid. Mm. Yeah. Maybe even half your dad. Yeah. Anyway, right, next up, Monica Sellers. Monica Sellers. Yeah, tennis, Yugoslavian-born uh, former tennis player. Once, of course, famously stabbed in the back. That's right. Remember, that was insane. Yeah, and sadly for her, I don't mean that in the metaphorical sense. No, in the reality sense. It wasn't like somebody was just ratting her out for having a cigarette. Yeah. It wasn't that sort of stabbing in the back. It was an actual stabbing in the back. Yeah, unbelievable stuff. Yeah, it wasn't an etu, Steffi. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, what's what it was? It was Steffi, a Steffi Graf fan or something, wasn't was it? Somebody, something like that. Somebody who was a mad Steffi Graf fan just I got to, uh, took just, umbrance with Monica Sellers being good or something, was it? Or? As far as I know, he didn't even have money on the game or anything. <laughs> was, oh, it was it not a crazy. woman? Oh, was it a guy who did it? I always thought it was a woman who did oh, it. Oh, God. You see, there's, there was a time there where there was a spate of sporting attacks. Tanya Harding, remember your man hit her on the knee with a hammer? That's right. Uh, and there was that. Was she the, was she the skater, no? Yeah, she was yeah, a yeah, skater, yeah, yeah. yeah. A great movie about her life. My God, it makes Britney Spears' life look like well-rounded, to be honest with you. <laughs> no way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, Tanya, have you seen it? No, it's What's very, that on? very good. Is that a Netflix job? Oh, I don't know. I acquired it through some means. I'm not really sure I should <laughs> yeah. share in the public domain. Possibly, but, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a great movie. Really, really good movie, yeah. Right, and I'll keep an eye out for that. how mad her life was. I mean, utterly mad. And her L one makes Britney Spears' da look like a, a decent sort of a <laughs> looks like father of the year yeah yeah mad wow. stuff that's um, a piece of work right definitely I'm going to stick that in my little notes thing to watch out for oh it's well worth a look uh, Monica Sellers um, personally I wouldn't have a clue now I have to get this is a tough one I would have said yeah I t- she, honest, I'm not even sure I can picture her in my head yeah, I can jump. I can picture her back in the day, which is no help. Fifty-two, not bad. Forty-seven. Okay, forty-seven, right. not bad at all. Right. What about Lucy Liu? Lucy Liu, oh the actress. Yeah, yeah. of um, Charlie's Angels fame and, and Kill Bill. Was she one of the Kill Bill? She movies? was in Kill Bill. Yeah. yeah. And um, and wasn't she also uh, Watson in what? the um, in the American Sherlock? Oh, geez, I didn't know that. Elementary. Really? With, um, with what's his name? Who I, who, the guy from Train Spotting, who I think is great. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, why won't it come to me? What's his name? Martin again? Short, is that it? No. No. Um, oh. Name all the people in Train Spotting, and I'll tell you which one it is. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> not him. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, no, not him, not him oh, either. Oh, God, I can't. I'm terrible at names. Oh, I'm what terrible. was it? That's mad. I think he's. And I, I really like him. I know. John, Johnny. Thing is, I know exactly who you're Johnny talking Johnny something. Johnny something I can. I, I actually know exactly who you're talking about yeah. you know, the, the, the fellow who wears a suit and the blonde spiky hair and train spot exactly yeah That's but I can't man. think of his name for the life of me yeah. uh, I'm going to say Lucy Liu is oh she's around my age uh, no. Well, hang on, don't don't overcommit now. She's she's got a few years on you. Yeah, but not many. No, no, not many. Forty-eight, maybe. Fifty-two. A fat life. God Almighty! <laughs> wow, really? I didn't think she was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Looks well for fifty-two. Mm. And there's not many of us who can say that. Ain't that the truth? Thank you very much. I don't much. know any fifty-two-year-olds there. So wow, hold on a minute. <laughs> Right, yeah. okay, Lucy Lou, 52. Um, like it sounds like, it sounds like I've just become a bingo yeah, caller. Yeah, just Lucy Lou, 52. House! Yeah. Right, what about Nelly Furtado? Oh, I don't know anything about her. Yeah, I'm afraid. Look, I was scraping the bottom of the barrel I a bit. I don't know anything about Nelly Furtado. It was literally like I, I saw her name, thought, mm, we play her on Part, the station. Odd time. That'll do. Yeah. She's the... Um, can't even think of any. You know the songs. I'm like a I'm like a bird. I'm like a bird. Yeah. Oh, that was the worst you ever. Na- no, was Nelly Furtado? She wasn't the. There's 27 million bikes in Japan or anything. Was she? No, that wasn't her, was it? Huh? Well, it doesn't matter. 27 million bikes. Whatever. In Japan. There's some man, man, nine million then or something. 
in Beijing. Oh, in Beijing. What's was that? that? That wasn't her, was it? I can't even remember what it is. Is it a movie or a song? Oh, it's a song. Oh. There are nine million bicycles somewhere. Oh, I do remember. East. That's the weirdest thing, isn't it? <laughs> I do remember something like that. You're after making me feel all weird about it. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Lee Miller. That's Thank him. you. That's the guy from Johnny Lee Miller. That's I'm going to have to give credit to this person. It's Jane in Clare. Jane and Claire, well done you, Johnny Lee Miller. Very good, very good. Thank you very much. Anyway, sorry PJ, back to uh, back to Nelly Furtado Not and her love. nine million bicycles in Beijing, oh. which she probably didn't even sing. She's forty six. <gasps> forty two. Ah, oh, fat like forty two. Oh, right. And off. then and your time I used to get at least one every day. There was well, a time. I have a feeling it'll be this one because you're going to really dislike them. Oh. And you tend to do very well when you when you build up a, when I'm a sort up. of store of bile. You tend yes. to get very good at it. Very true. Yeah. It is the birthday of David Batty. Who's David? Oh, David Batty. The Leeds. Yes, of course. Leeds yes. and England midfielder. Did you see that I actually had it blocked out of my head? <laughs> it was blocked out. I didn't have to yeah. think about it. Oh, my God. What might right. be known as combative midfielder. Yes, it was combative. And you'd no right to be combative. The haircut on him. Like, are you serious? I couldn't. The guy, one of the guys, of course, he's part of that club of of, of players that have he missed is. vital penalties for Thank England. Thank God for that. I was nothing. <laughs> it was one of those great moments, wasn't it? One of those great moments. And Batty has missed it. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. was actually that was versus Argentina. That must have been in the game. Was that in the game Beckham was sent off in then, was it? Yeah, was it? I don't know, 98. 98 it was, was the year anyway. My clearest, yeah, then it would be. My clearest memory of that was waking up to Johnny Vaughan on the big breakfast the next day. Right. And he was just so devastated. He goes, I just can't even really get up for this show at all. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Oh, this is wonderful television. I love this. Look at all these disappointed English people. And David (laughs) Batty ruined it. And Beckham can never be seen in public again. Oh, it was a wonderful time. David Batty. And of course that was Maradona's Oh no it wasn't uh, uh, No that was oh, was it? Hold on 98 No 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 That was Was that not the one Where he came back With cold fueled eyes And looked into the camera Going Aah! And it was God, a real To be honest with you You could be right I have no idea Who cares I'm completely exonerating myself From this conversation For fear I'll be I wrong I think it was I think he played And I think that's the one That got him in trouble I think that's the celebration That got him all in trouble Of course because I think it happened It didn't But there you go <laughs> I'm going to say David Batty Is like he's 52 Yeah Yeah I told you I told you right. It's amazing The more The, oh. the more d- d- Despisement you have for somebody the, clo- oh. the closer you seem to be to them Hate leaves a scar, Jim And now you're up to date on the home of PJ and Jim Waking up happy weekdays from 6am This is Classic Hits Thank you, Kylie Tower, 6.33 How are you this morning? Good morning How's tricks? What's going on with you? Ah, sure, it's hump day Yeah, We got exactly. there quite quickly By the way, can yeah. I ask you something, right? Yes Have we established in the past Do you know who Garrison Limerick is? Do you ever work with him? Have you ever come... Like, is there, is there something that... Because he gives you a terrible time. <laughs> hey, all in all in jest, mind you. Well, I'm but glad like he's to just, hear that. you know, the way you were just doing that news story about yeah. them not hiring the pension age. Yeah. And he's texting to say that's great news for Tara. It means she can get her pension next year. Yeah, he's some cheeky sod, isn't he? I so I just assumed maybe he was an old work colleague <laughs> no, or something. Not that I, no, not that obviously. I you know what that is? He's a flirty. He's a flirty pup. That's oh yeah, what he that's, is. It's such men and they're. And they're they're so successful at flirting, they'll insult you. Yeah, that's a man. And demean you. Man's chat up line. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And yeah. then when you get all Stay upset, like, we'll go out with your spouse. Yeah. And then, yeah, then she gets all upset, <laughs> like I don't know what's wrong with her. Yeah. Yeah. You're only having yeah. a laugh. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no sense of humour at all. Sure, I left her there. Yeah. Oh, doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, listen, give us the old butter index today because the I know you were index today. you were gearing us up for a chilly yeah, one towards absolutely. the end of the week. Absolutely, and it's and it's coming. It's uh, the, the chickens are coming home to roost, or the snowmen are coming home to roost. Not quite snowmen. Um, it's going to be cold. It's going to be pretty. Uh, That's tomorrow and Friday showers. mainly, From is it? From this evening, basically. Oh, right, From okay. this oh. afternoon. Blustery, wintry shower setting into the west. So, do we currently afternoon. still have yielding on we the butter? We have yielding, but we have firm to yielding. Firm, firm to yield. Firm. And I suspect by this evening we're in the firmly firm category. <laughs> firmly firm. Mm. Firmly firm. I tell you, Gabriel, be careful now. Gareth and Limerick will fall off the chair saying words like firmly firm all of <laughs> That's got, and then tomorrow now we will actually be eating breakfast at this time, Jim, I imagine. 
Oh, oh yeah, we'll be out on the belt tomorrow. Oh, you oh, get did we not mention in. that, Tara? Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Massive 80s number one culture club, Karma Chameleon here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Wednesday, 2nd of December. It's, uh, what, almost 18 minutes to 7 o'clock. Beyonce's crazy in love just ahead of that. 087 if you need to give us a shout. Uh, PJ, shock news. What? Shock what? news. What has happened? We got something wrong. Did we? Yeah, shock news. That never happens. <laughs> in fact, we got two things wrong. First of all, I got it wrong. Yes. In that, um, I, I had a feeling I was wrong as I was saying it. But in the great spirit of this show, I continue to say it anyway. Uh, because it was actually Katie Malua who had that song about oh, 9 million bicycles. 55 million bicycles in, in Japan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was Katie Malua, not Nelly Furtado, who's celebrating, right, her, right. celebrating her birthday today. And, uh, and the bit you got wrong is apparently it wasn't the 98 World Cup where Maradona had his mad eyes. Was it not, no? It was the 94 one in the US. Was it? According to a, a couple of people who have WhatsApped in. Jeepers, but of course, I mean, look at why would we assume that the, the people who, who WhatsApped in are right and not you, PJ? True Why not back you? I'm running and with... Tell, and tell everybody else they're wrong. Yeah, I'm running with my own one on this. I'm afraid, unfortunately, the majority is almost always wrong. And I'm gonna, I think I'm going to just run with 98 from now on. What do you think right. about that? Yeah. And I think... I suppose, definitely... I suppose, you know what we could do? We could actually look it up and, and verify it. And I think you'll find it was Linda Martin singing the song about all the bicycles <laughs> in Beijing. <laughs> Whether you like it or not Yeah Let's go with that uh, Anyway folks Listen thanks a million For all of the uh, All of the whatsapps And all of the uh, heads up I, uh, Particularly thank you To uh, I think it was Jane and Claire And a few other people Who uh, who text in To let me know Johnny Lee Miller Because that would have Annoyed me You know yeah. when something Gets into your head Like that And you can't Drives you mad Yeah It just won't what go away What does What does yeah, People like Jim they're Get out of the way, there's a bus coming. No, just, I'm in the middle what's his name? <laughs> like it takes over everything you're doing that day, yeah. Yeah. Mind you, I have to confess, not nearly as frustrating as when people assume you don't know your own name. What? Which, which is what happened to you. Oh, that happens to me regularly, yeah. <laughs> happened to you in that, um, in, in Beaumont, wasn't it? Yeah. In Beaumont Hospital, where somebody yeah. recognised oh, you. man, what's it your name is again? What is it your name is again? PJ. No, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> it'll come to me, hold on. Fair enough. I'll wait till you decide what <laughs> that, it is. That was the best one ever. Yeah. 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 No, what's your name? No, that's not it. It's somebody famous. Yeah, no, PJ. No, 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 no. that's not the it. Comedian the comedian lad off telly no. and everything. Oh, yeah, no, my name is. No. No, no. <laughs> Jason Bourne, is it? Something like that. Yeah, and then there was a woman who accused, said she was at me show in Australia. I was like, I was never, I've never gigged in Australia. You have. I was yeah, there. You have. Yeah, I was okay, fair enough. And yeah. it wasn't until I told that story on this show that somebody I said, she obviously confused me with Jim Owen. Right. Because for years I was walking around going, fair enough. I'm just, I've, I've just, uh, she just thinks I've lied There's to her. There is a the touch of Jim Owen off you. Do you think so? Well, maybe not now, but when you used to have your head shaved, sort of. Yeah. Or tight. Well, though it's still fairly it's tight. Still but, fairly tight. But the what? I can see the potential, Jim Owen. God, you, you have a very malleable face I in that do, regard, yeah. don't I, you? I look like loads. I look like I about mean, twenty million people. You've had the Louis Walsh thing. I've had. I do. I can see it. Jim Owen. I can sort of see. Who else? have you ever had anybody? David else? David Gray. I get David Gray. David Gray's not a bad a shout. That's yeah. not a bad shout. And you know shit's You Creek. could be an amazing celebrity impersonator. You know who you'd yeah. be very like? Who? Uh, that lad off the telly, Jake Stevens. You're very similar looking to him. My. Something about I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm just about 15 years older <laughs> and I'm a bit and I'm a bit fatter. <laughs> Well, yeah, I know what you're saying. There is a similarity. Who, who's it you look like in Shit's Creek? Uh, but apparently, a couple of people told me I look like the, you know the fella that owns the gift shop. Yeah, there's people told me I look like him. I don't see it though. Owns the gift shop. Yeah, you know the brother, and you know the, um, you know the brother in it. Yeah, and his boyfriend that owns the gift shop. Patrick, here. yeah. Oh, him I've been told. I don't see it yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, no, not as much now. I wouldn't say. No, he's far too handsome. <laughs> I don't see it. <sighs> oh. well, I've been told that a few times I look like I, I've got one of those heads like, Now the other thing is Right now And this I have no idea Again you, you'll have to look this up Or you may want to stand your ground on this But Stephen and Lucan Has maintained that this That stuff you were talking about With Tonya Harding Yeah Is rubbish It was actually Nancy Kerrigan No It was uh, Oh hold on Was it Will I move on Will I press the button No I, I saw the movie 
I don't know, yeah, because in fairness, I would, you, you certainly made it sound very believable. Uh, it's probably, well, hold on a minute. I don't know what movie I was watching. Sing Hallelujah from Dr. Alban here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim, just seven minutes to seven o'clock. I think we've gotten to the bottom of it, PJ. I think Tara has um, has has gotten to the bottom of the story, right? right? This confusion that you have in relation to Tanya Harding and Stephen talking about Nancy Kerrigan and all that sort of stuff, right? right. What's it the appears cr- that you are both right and wrong. As you said it, I remember the situation. At the same time. I remember the situation now, as you said it. She pays... Or she was involved in some way of getting her, her boyfriend done. apparently that's attacked right. Nancy Kerrigan with a skate or something oh, that's right. and beat her up. So Tonya yeah. Harding was in it. I, yeah. Tonya, that movie. Just she wasn't on the receiving end. Of the punishment, yeah. Oh, yes. That's so right. So you were sort of right and sort of wrong all at the same time, which is, my friend, a very unique talent. Yes, it is. To be both wrong and right at the same time. I'm like Schrodinger's cat of incorrectness. <laughs> Christmas classic here at Classic Hits. Chris Rhea driving home for Christmas. One that's on PJ's Christmas song naughty list. That's the one now. That's the one that gets me. That more really? than ever. Yeah. Is that, is that top of the naughty list of Christmas songs? It really is. In case you weren't with us a little bit earlier on, we established that when it comes to Christmas songs, PJ has a naughty and a nice list. He likes a, bit, a little bit of glitzy cheese, you know, a little bit of Mariah Carey, a little bit of Slade, a little bit of Shaken Stevens. That's okay. But a bit of Greg Lake, a bit of Chris Rea, not so okay. Not okay. Not okay. At all. <laughs> right. At all. Chris Rea is driving home for Christmas here at Classic Kids. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for letting us hang out with you. 87 uh, If you want to give us a shout at any stage. And uh, talking about Christmas, of course, naturally Christmas gifts are going to be on uh, the forefront of a lot of people's minds. And uh, and apparently, we're big spenders on on the old um, gadgety front still. True, true our lifetime yeah. we now have gotten to astronomical levels when it comes to what we spend on tech in our lifetime yeah and this is only as we stand I imagine this uh, number will even will just go up and up and up I suppose yeah what the, yeah exactly it's hardly going to go backwards I suppose technology can, will only go forwards I suppose exactly, yeah you know what I mean I suppose when you when you were growing up what was in the house what tech was in the house a digital watch yeah <laughs> you know might oh, be an or, yeah, you know they came back in for a while those remember the old Casio digital watches they did that not, literally did they? just had the all they had was the, the, the old fashioned digital readout numbers really they were back in for a while I think it was like a retro chic thing for a while of course was yeah yeah here's this technology nobody uses anymore <laughs> why don't you display it remember, remember do you remember when we were kids that um remember when there was a calculator watch do oh you i do that? well that was a height of tech at the time and you could win them out you could go to thunderland and win them out of the vending machine and how ridiculously useless was it Terrible. even as a child your fingers were ten times too big to press the buttons yeah on a calculator watch and they weren't waterproof and there was a thousand buttons on it they lasted exactly. a week. A week you got out of them. But my God, if you had a calculator watch, oh. you were you were wealthy, basically. You're you're, you'd made it. The local astronaut, really, yeah. is what you were. Exactly. But now they're saying the average adult will spend sixty-five thousand euros in their lifetime on gadgets. Sixty-five thousand minimum. Wow. So consumers will uh, fork out, say, an average, they say, of like nearly five thousand on mobile phones. Uh, as well as 3,600 TVs. This is the big one that got me. Over 12,000 euro on kitchen appliances. I well believe it. Oh, I well believe yeah. it. I'm guessing. You know all the things now. Slow that cooker. Include, I was just going to say, now, does that include, when you say kitchen, are you talking f- like basics like washing mach- machines and and Oh, I don't think a washing machine and... counts, but a slow cooker, I think, counts. That's right. something that's newfangled and... and like, no, look at me. I, it's, a slow cooker always gets me. I, I don't know. It's like you already have a cooker. And now, now for the first time ever, we come in someone, I know you can cook your dinner in half an hour, <laughs> but I can do mine in eight. You're like, what? Yes. Surely and the point of a cooker I don't was even to, have to be there. Yeah, yeah, you're like, surely the point of a cooker was to speed the process up. No, because I can put my dinner on at seven o'clock in the morning. I know, but I put mine on a five and eat a half five. No. <laughs> mine takes... On, 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 all night I can put my breakfast in at dinner time and have my breakfast in the morning I can have my breakfast in the morning too without any effort at all I, I, I've never understood the slow cooker <laughs> that's now, yeah, wait yeah. to see the outrage but the, now the reason I was curious about things like the you know uh, 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 dishwashers and fridges and all that is because apparently now I'm not privy to these myself but you know I've seen the ads yeah um, is the you know you can get smart ones now 
that will like tell you when you need to order things and are interactive with your Alexa and all these kind of mad things you can do now with with like fridges and washing yeah. machines and I remember seeing a fridge that told you the weather and I was thinking now there is something that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever yeah. seen I'm not sure how what the advantage of that is to your fridge really. your fri- yeah, there's a screen on the front and it tells you the weather yeah. and it tells you if you, yeah. <laughs> basically the weather from your fri- fridge is I'll tell you it's warmer out there than it is in here yeah, you're like, yeah, I'm so glad I spent tw- 12 grand on this fridge what a fridge this is Absolutely uh, perfect The other thing is of course The everyday technologies Like tablets and stuff So you need one of them Just to go to school now mm. You know called The humble cocky 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 book What's that? I meant to say copy book oh, Yeah The whole cocky book That's your way I hope that's not Freudian Oh my god Write that down in your cocky book Um so, or else uh, type it into the so fridge. It, so it's it's that sort of stuff. It's not. You see, I thought when you said about technology, I was assuming it was the purely phones, laptops, no, and gaming see, as well. I thought that you know those gaming yeah, things and all that, that comes into it. And also, what comes into it is just the the smarter lifestyle, the Alexas, the Google Plays. You know, all of, of these course. things. Uh, the fact that we now have smart TVs in a way we never did before. That the, you know your TV has to come with apps on it. The fact that everything we do is the fact that you now have um, headphones that have to be Bluetooth. Headphones, they're not just you know regular plug it in with to wires. Wire. God forbid, wires are so oh, last God, century, I mean, aren't they? Yeah, God, you're sure you're nobody if you don't have a slow cooker and you have to wait and you, you can't wait for two hours to heat to charge your headphones before you go for a walk. Nobody, you're nobody, <laughs> yeah. you're not even in the business end of things at all. And so, actually, speaking of the gaming thing, have you have you seen the madness there is about this PlayStation 5? Unbelievable! I mean, this thing is like you can't. Like, this get is them. like a, one of those Willy Wonka golden tickets. Can't get them. It's you mad. Can't. I oh, know something. I saw on Instagram. This is absolutely true. On Instagram yesterday, Paul McGrath. Yeah. As in, ooh ah, Paul McGrath. As in, you know, um, what do you call it? A national treasure. Yeah. Paul McGrath. Paul McGrath. Putting up an Instagram post doing, does anybody know where I could get my hands on a PS5? Paul McGrath. Man. I don't believe it. Like, a man who could probably ring Maradona today. That's how popular he is. He could get a line in. <laughs> To another Even world to him. and get out yeah. Maradona to the other side. To the other side, and he could say any chance they could get a PlayStation. And even then, they'd go, "No, there's nothing we can do for you." Oh you know God. what I mean? That just shows. Now, I got swept away in that as well. I got swept away in the nonsense of the play- PS5. I was looking online, where can I get one? Oh, PS5 and everything. You know, I, mean, I can't get one. And I was there to my sister. You don't have a sauce in them. Are you getting them for the kids? She goes, "No." And then my nephew said, "What's your favorite game?" And I went, "I don't play the PlayStation." And I was like, "Oh my God." <laughs> I, I don't even play the PlayStation. Yeah, I, ha- I have a PS4 and I've n- I never use it. You and know? you were, and still you were looking and for a PS4. And still I was like, I have to get one of these. Everybody's <laughs> after them. You're nobody without it. I was. I got to the stage where you go, what would you? Would you prefer a vaccine for COVID or a PlayStation? Just give us the PlayStation. The vaccine can wait. We've been ages anyway. <laughs> Wow! If Paul McGrath can't even get one. Then that, why? That's don't know, an absolute shocker. Yes. Yeah, so oh he, my god! So we got mad on tech. tech. You can't survive in this world without tech, really. That's and incredible. that's why I look at the likes of my man. I envy her. You know what I mean? She doesn't even know. She how doesn't to, care. She has no idea. No idea. Can't get her head around it. Gave her a mobile phone, and she. I, mean, I told you I rang her that day, and she didn't had no idea how I knew where she was. So it's a different, <laughs> you know, different world, <laughs> different existence. Yeah, that's still one of my favorite stories. Yeah. How do you know how'd I was you in know the supermarket? Was yeah. How do you know I was in the supermarket? Take your hope. You know, wow. And she thinks my my phone only rings when it's an emergency. Yeah, it's going to be great now when she gives you a a, a, a calculator watch for Christmas. <laughs> Look what I got you. You'll be able to do your sums now. You know, <laughs> you know the way you always struggled with your sums. You always struggled with your sums. You still do. Alanis Morissette, ironic here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. 20 past seven on this Wednesday. A few bits and pieces. PJ, uh, Tracy in Galway, Her uh, she's been on to say her brother works in uh, electronics development in the States, right? Yeah. And his company make the headsets for those games. You know, like the virtual reality ones? Oh, God, You know, yeah. that where you can, you know, you put this thing on and it actually makes your whole body feel... Like you're on a roller coaster or whatever. Oh, yeah. Do you remember I fell over in here using one? Mo- yeah. Now, that's Boylan what I was going in. to say. Niall Boylan had one, right? Yeah. And I, like, he made me look a complete uh, idiot. Same here. And it's not hard to do, but in fairness, because he had me, you know the one where you're, you're it's like you're walking out on a plank yeah. from a very high building? I remember watching. And I couldn't do it. I physically couldn't, even though I was trying to tell myself, it's not real. Yeah. You're standing on carpet. You're on the floor. What? I couldn't. Because I'm not great with heights at the best of times. And even in a virtual world, <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah. 
I've, I've used those two th- those things twice and fell over both times. That's mad. Shows you how fantastic my. Did you scream when you thought you were falling off a tall building? <laughs> No, I, I just remember feeling really awkward and hearing everybody laughing. I was like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, Surely yeah. that's not new. <laughs> no, not really. Not really. Evan in Dublin was saying, lads, I bought one of those Casio watches. Remember I was telling you they came back into fashion? I do, yeah. And it's the cheapest, most indestructible thing I've bought. Uh, great for timing workouts in the gym. And I, we- I wear it in the sea. I took my calculator into the sea, but it broke. Why would you take your calculator you into the sea? What were you calculating in the sea? Yes, I'm just counting the starfish. Let me just... And the... If I multiply that by the amount of seaweed in the area... That's, a, what, that's the weirdest thing ever, Evan. A calculator into the sea? Oh, who even has a calculator anymore? Yeah. Good point, actually. Everything, it's your everything's phone. in your that's phone. That's why I always... That's why I fight, I've, I've always... I wanted to go back to my own teachers. Remember when you were in school and they were always like, hey, you have to learn to do maths now. Yeah. If you don't learn to do maths, what are you going to do in the real world? You won't be walking around with a calculator in your pocket everywhere you go. <laughs> oh, my God. I will. I absolutely will. I've got the most powerful calculator in the world And here. check this out. I don't remember this, right? Maybe you'll remember this. Two people separately, Richie and um, bum, 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 Paddy, have both texted in separately to say that they remember um, watches... That acted as remote controls. You could change the TV stations. I don't them. remember that now. Because I was the remote control in my house. Well, that's true, yeah. You know, get up there and turn on the RT1. <laughs> don't like, put on RT2 again. Where's the remote? Yeah. PJ! Yeah. PJ! Stay on BBC, we'll see what the Brits are up to. <laughs> yeah, I know that one, so I don't, I don't remember that. That's I definitely my, don't no, I don't that. remember. Two of them separately text in about it. I don't remember that one. Said it was good cracking a bookies. <laughs> Anyway, listen, 087-188-0008 if you need to give us a shout, just 723. What a year. Jack and Diane, John Cougar, Mellencamp, 22 minutes to 8 o'clock here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim Hitbit on the way. This, worth 620 euro, if you can tell us the uh, famous hiss that that bit comes from. 087-188-0008. Let us know if you want to play on WhatsApp. Don't give us your guesses, we always say. Just let us know that you want to play. And speaking of playing, we were talking about the um, about the madness at the moment that's surrounding people trying to get their hands... Well, obviously we know that there's a struggle. Santa is struggling to uh, create enough PS5s for the world. Yeah. That's his big challenge at the moment. It really is. So there's a big, uh, big surge on people trying to get their hands on this brand new technology. And we we're talking about the whole technology thing and what we spend on it and everything. But it turns out we've been giving gamers a bit of a bad name. We've been giving them a really bad name, apparently. I mean, if you ask me now, to be honest with you, what do you think the, uh, the average gamer looks like? Well, and I would like to apologize. I'm sorry, I'm going to go to the stereotype. I'm going to say a bit nerdy. You know yes. what I mean? Bit nerdy. Either that or he's going to look like comic book guy from The Simpsons. Yes. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and for me as well, it's a very flaky sort of a chap. Maybe with his unusually shaped pipes lying around the house or something. And he's there in his tracksuit bottoms. The unkempt hair. The blinds are drawn. The curtains are closed. Yeah. He's in there. He hasn't put on a, hasn't put on a proper pair of pants in a week. Because yeah, the image is going to go. You're either going to go one or two places. You're going to go full nerd. Yeah. As in the sort of like a, you know, the the online equivalent of people who play Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Right? Or you're going to go full flake. slob, basically. Full flaky slob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit of a layabout. Well, we're both extremely wrong. Esports players might be viewed as individuals to do that. Um, but esports is a, is a, it's a proper sport now these days. Yeah. Like it's become this monster. So they're seen and... Some of them see themselves as athletes. I know that sounds mental, but uh, it likes yourself and myself. But a team from Queensland University found that players are up to 21% more likely to have healthier body weight than the average person. If they're wow. esport players, yeah. Uh, the survey also reveals that esport gamers smoke dr- and drink less than the general public, and they're significantly more active as a result of their video games. Some of them are spending an hour a day with personal trainers, so they have they're sort of physically and mentally ready to compete at what, esport what, level. What, what they're doing? Thumb training? I haven't a clue. Why? Personal training? Yeah, personal training. To, yeah. to play a video game? Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it goes downhill after that as well. Because it does say that although a majority are in tip-top shape... Right. 
the study does find that four point four point uh, whatever four percent roughly uh, of esports players are more likely to be morbidly obese than the general public. So mind you, that's a small percentage. It 4%. is a small percentage. Yeah, that's it not, is a small that's not percentage. Too bad. Um, wow. So the game. My God, I tell you, this could open up a whole new thing for me because I've been struggling to get back on the wagon. I have to say, you know, the old. Um, Whatever they're referring to it as The Covid stone The gym worker or whatever Yeah <laughs> uh, has, has kind of you know So I've been struggling to get back into it With the gyms closed Okay they're opening now Which is great news yeah. And uh, you know all that stuff. So I know you're very disciplined With the home Well home I, workouts, I, I fell off it. Well, I, I've started to get, I, I battered myself last night now that, That's good I absolutely battered myself And you deserved it I'm I sure. did deserve it yeah, I'm sore this morning <laughs> Everything feels weak but I mean If I could do the old If, if online gaming I mean to be honest with you I'm rubbish at that as well I've never I never I don't think I ever passed You know I never moved on really From time crisis <laughs> Yeah See the FIFA football Got me I love that and everything Yeah you maybe see I didn't money. get into that Maybe the money Jim Maybe I could talk to you Talk around with the money What really? do you think about that Yeah Okay Like yes What's well, money in it now Well yeah So the, here's the top three At the moment right A guy called Ant Ant I can't even pronounce these Antan Pham Right Okay A-N-A-T-H-A-N Pham P-H-A-M He is Australian and he is his overall earnings have uh, today. That's uh, oh my god, that can't be right. What's his? Oh, hold on a second. This is earnings from playing video games. Yes, earnings like from sponsors e-sports. or yeah. something or winning tournaments or something. Yeah, yeah. His, in 2019, he made three million one hundred and forty-six thousand. Oh my god. Uh, his overall earnings to date since he started six billion. What? I don't think that can be right. That can't possibly be right, can it? Like no these, way. These are extraordinary figures. Jesse Fanindakikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikik
towards the, the it's like I tell you, you know what this is like this is like what they used to do in, in, in gladiatorial times it is yeah uh, where it was thumbs up or thumbs down Looking you're either going to get thrown to the lions Andy a Caesar over uh, yeah. here is going to yes, get us let's, let's look to Caesar Caesar bad news <laughs> what's the story Oh, oh. <laughs> sorry about that, it's Sarah. A no, Sarah, I'm afraid. <laughs> sorry about that. Listen, have a good day. Thanks for playing. Okay, bye. Cheers. Bye bye. Go, go back to hanging oh, He was out. very good at that, wasn't he? He was. Just, could just, oh, I tell you something. You, you could see so, him now in a toga. I know, you don't know what way. Toga, and I was going to say fig leaves. I never want to see him in oh, fig leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, that's, there's a costume party I, none of us are going I to. I meant that stuff they wear in their heads. What's that called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, moving uh, swiftly on. I think it's Trish on the other phone. How are you, Trish? Hi, good morning, boys. Uh, good morning to you, Trish. What's your plans for the day? Um, cleaning and oh. shopping. Food shopping. There's nothing in the fridge. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, what cleaning are, and shopping. Cleaning and food shopping. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, these days are fantastic. I mean, we've so much to do with ourselves. It's, yeah. it's so exciting. It's just fun, fun, fun all the way for you, Trish, isn't it? Yeah, such a happy person. Absolutely. Uh, where are you, Trish? What part of the country are you in I'm this in Manny Farmer. Oh, very good. Okay, right. Let's try and give you 620 euros. What do you think? Uh, Life in the Northern Town by Dream Academy. Oh, what a great song! Great God, song. I haven't heard that in ages. Yeah. That's a great choice, Trish. <laughs> Thanks a million. Right, listen, <laughs> uh, it's time for us to all glance, glance to, to the throne. Caesar, <laughs> yay or nay? <laughs> Hand is up. Tom is down. Oh, no. Oh, sorry oh, about no. that, Trish. Sorry, Trish. That would have been a great oh, choice. You. Yeah, listen. You are, you are a fine gladiator indeed. <laughs> exactly. You but most. you you two have been thrown to the lions, Trish. That's a <laughs> no. You, have a good day. Take care Thank of yourself, you, Trish. Bye-bye. Cheers. Right, so onwards and upwards. Um, it's the bell with Niall Boyle and half one today and then another chance to play later on with Damien Farrelly. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Andy just gave us the thumbs up so we're still allowed to live. Thank God. <laughs> PJ and Jim in the morning. Yeah, for many it's the ultimate Christmas classic, of course, The Pogues with Kirsty McCall and Fairy Tale of New York. But the question is, when it comes to the Christmas song lists of naughty and nice that PJ Gallagher has, that we've established earlier on, there is a, a nice list. It has lots of cheesy, jingly classics like Mariah Carey and Slade and Shaking Stevens. And then it has stuff he doesn't like on the other list, like Chris Rhea and, and yes. Greg Lake. And so yes. where do uh, the Pogues and Kirsty McCall, I naughty or nice? I think it's impossible not to like that song. That's uh, okay, to be then. honest, sometimes I think I've heard enough of that now. But I know underneath it all, it's a great song. <sighs> it really is. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it is a great song. That's the difference. It's not like for like there's Christmas songs and they're just there. And that, you know, they're just they were made for Christmas. That's all they could be. Yeah, it's a jingly jangly. You know, it's just hello, it's Christmas. Hello, it's Christmas. But that's as a song in itself. It's still good. It's just a great song. It's still good. And then there's songs that have nothing to do with Christmas in them, but you're only hearing about Christmas. Remember that one? All around me are familiar faces, <laughs> walking into places. Bang my head off the wall. Remember that song? What a... Yeah. That is absolutely horrendous. Brilliantly remembered as well. Yeah. Exact lyrics. Well, it's, that's exactly how I feel when I hear it. <laughs> right, Fairy Tale in New York. Uh, the Pogues, Christopher Cold, that was our Christmas classic. Of course, speaking of Christmas, uh, we have got our uh, Let Me See Your Tree promotion on the go at the moment. We are looking for Ireland's greatest decorated tree. The greatest tree in all the land. I love saying that. Uh, that's what we'll be looking for, the best decorated tree. So if you want to get them into us, we'll give you more details later on, but you can do it on our social media, on the Facebook page, or you can do it on WhatsApp. But as I say, uh, we will tell you more about it later on. It is all with thanks to uh, oaktreefinancial.ie. But something you need to be careful of, you know, when all of yeah. the Christmas presents and all that sort of stuff here, when you're thinking about them and all those goodies that might be in the household, you've got to be careful of criminals. Be careful of criminals. And remember, people, remember kids, crime doesn't pay, especially... If you're an idiot. Yeah. And there's a lot of idiot criminals around today. No I don't way. know why. We were going through the stories today and I was running them by Jim. I was like, look at this, look at this, look at this. And he goes, wow, uh, a collection of criminal idiots yeah, is what a, it seems a, to be. It is a strange rogues gallery. It is, isn't it? Like, yeah. look at this guy in, uh, in Ontario, Canada. A guy was driving along in his car. And whatever way he was working on his car, he managed to remove the seat for some reason. But thought, that's no reason not to use the car. Uh, so he put a folding garden chair into the car um, and then in order to get away and to sort of deflect police attention so they wouldn't know who he was, he pulled off the license plates uh, and got a seatbelt and wrapped it around the gear stick as he was driving along. So the, gu- oh, the guards, do you hear me? The Canadian guard, 
uh, they pulled him in and just saw him sitting there and uh, like they're just saying it's one of the it's one of the most ridiculous and stupid Basically, things they've ever what? seen so he pulled off the number plates obviously thinking so they don't identify yeah you won't identify me eh <laughs> so he's sitting in a deck chair effectively a folding garden sitting chair in a folding gar- fo- trying to drive this car with the seatbelts wrapped, wrapped around the around gear, the gear stick. stick yeah What's what the a genius of that? so he would look like he had the seatbelt on that was causing effects literally all that was <laughs> happening was he, he was, was preventing him changing gear but well, they say that well it's an automatic you know oh, right, okay. the so they were saying what it might have been happening was he was accelerating and holding on to the seatbelt so he wasn't flying into the back of the car as he was going up the road oh my god some people really are too they do have heads made of wood they really are morons and he thought that was going to he was going to remain anonymous did he yeah yeah with no literally no registration plates genuinely the first thing that a you know a law enforcement agent yeah yeah why have you no registration plates or seat (laughs) or seatbelt that's operative (laughs) or brain uh, and there's another lad, uh, a, book, a Buckingham Palace staffer, um, has come forward admitting that he has uh, been stealing items from bu- from Buckingham Palace from Queen. Wow! Elizabeth. Uh, how did they catch him? Well, how, how did he get him out in the first place? Well, you see, this is it, Jim. This is it. This oh, is. Of course, a, this I suppose a, if he worked there, he was just smuggling them out in his no in his gear, was he? No, he's not that smart. He stole them and he left them under his bed in the palace. <laughs> And he was caught because he put them all on eBay. Which he was going to post from the that's, palace. That's brilliant. Yeah. He put them under his bed. He put them They'll under his bed. They'll never look under here. Yeah. Adamo Canto, um, he's a footman or something in the palace. He's been there. He's been stroking stuff for ages. Uh, and he's been. Uh, they hid it all in his own quarters. And they caught him because his account on eBay had all these things advertised yeah. on it. Because so you don't often see. Uh, Louis the Fifteenth footstool. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> on eBay. King Henry's hat. <laughs> like it's a ridiculous thing to try and do. Imagine uh, that. Yeah, some yeah. of the things he yeah. was selling. Yeah, royal jewels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously, how much are you selling them for? Well, what have you got? Uh, That's so incredible. They reckon the thing is the average on this is really weird. Thirteen thousand to one hundred and thirty-five thousand is the range of what they reckon he sold. The value. Of what they sold That's a huge discrepancy there Yeah So they obviously think There's stuff unaccounted for That may have gone that already May or may not have been his Yeah, yeah so. That's incredible So, so like, he, got, he could potentially Have gotten over A hundred grand's worth of stuff and Out so, of Buckingham Palace and, so, and sold it for next to nothing They reckon <laughs> he made ten grand so stuck far Stuck it on eBay What an idiot That's Oh my god though There's something man, <laughs> Something so entertaining about that Isn't it Yeah, yeah. Because Especially if you think You know Okay to be fair Maybe he's thinking <laughs> Realistically, is the Queen going to go on eBay to know that I took her powder puff or whatever it was? Yeah, I know. But still, it's just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all. And then you think, well, at least look, I get this guy. At least he was stealing something of big value, you know. Yeah, he was trying to steal King Henry's loafers and sell them online (laughs) or whatever it is. You know, or a feather from his cap or whatever. Thinking he'd make a fortune. And then there's another guy. uh, He was in uh, Senna, Senna Wang. And he was stopped by police and uh, they, the policeman saw he had problems with his lorry and they were going to do him and a whole lot. And he says, between you and me, what's it going to take to make this go away? And the cop says, excuse me, you're trying to bribe a police officer. He goes, yeah, how much is it going to take? And the cop said, two bags of onions and it never happened. <laughs> and the cop took two bags of onions. That was the bribe. That was the bribe. He paid yeah. him off with onions. Two big bags of onions, yeah. And uh, now the cop is, um, uh, has been sacked and is under investigation for breach of 384 of the penal code for extortion. And he could be jailed for up to 10 years. Oh, they my God. They better be the greatest onions in the face so of the earth. So he got sacked for taking onions. Yeah. Who's crying now, PJ? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's crying now? <laughs> That's amazing. Right. Isn't it, yeah? Onions. Onions, yeah. You see, that's that. There's a little uh, bit of creativity in that. There is, yeah. You know what I mean, well, well, as in, I mean, as in a man who bribed, used yeah, the audience instead of his money. You know what I mean? In fairness, like it's you know, needs must. The thing is, your man didn't even have to shop the copper. I think he just was so surprised he got away with it. He went to the next checkpoint and says, "You know that other cop let me away with everything for two bags of onions." <laughs> you really need to talk to him out. He's useless. Like you can have the onions back. I don't even like onions. I'm into garlic. Eight twenty-one here at Classic Hits. Brian Adams, Mel C. Of course, when you're gone. Uh, thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim, and thanks for all of the WhatsApps as well. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Much appreciated. Uh, Chris on the digger in Dublin has been on, following on from your little stories there. PJ just saying uh, morning, lads. Just as you're talking there about that man with the car in Canada, 
Uh, my friend bought a car a few years back and the floor was absolutely rotten, full of holes. So he had the great brainwave of mixing a batch of concrete. Oh my gosh, you're joking me. To put it on the floor of the car and put new carpet over it. Chris doesn't go on to say how that story ended, but I'm suspecting not well. I'm expecting Flintstone style, where there just wasn't a floor in the car left, really. Concrete, spreading concrete in your car. I don't know what people did. There's people mad going people over out speed there. bumps and stuff now, and uh, like with concrete on the floor of your car. Doesn't sound like a very good idea. Like it Not feels really. like the car manufacturers would have done that if it was a good idea. <laughs> and like yeah. some of these criminals are so mad. Do you remember years ago? Wasn't it years ago there was a guy done? Uh, he robbed a bank. I think it might have been in Limerick, was it? And he went in on his and uh, in the middle of the robbery, he answered his phone. And he was like, you, you, you couldn't have picked a worse time." And he put the phone down on the counter and then left. So, uh, so they had his phone. And the guards rang his mother, I think. They were like, hey, well, we have his phone, we just want to drop it back to the house. And she said, oh yeah, we're here. And he dropped on there, he was like, oh my God, you couldn't believe he was caught. Oh, and wasn't there a There's dri- nothing, nothing more entertaining than, than stupid criminals. I love stupid criminals. Really? Wasn't there a drive-by shooting where lads drove by, shot at the house, hurt and hit nobody, and then realised they drove into the bottom of a cul-de-sac and had to like a five-point turn to drive past the house again to escape. And sure, it was all caught on camera. Like, stupid criminals are going to be endlessly entertaining, really, aren't they? Oh, that's absolutely brilliant. (laughs) Absolutely brilliant. Uh, The other thing that's coming in a lot on WhatsApp at the moment, people want to get involved in our Let Me See Your Tree, and understandable as well, because we are in search of the best decorated tree in all the land. All the land. Yeah, that's that's the way it has to be said. Now we're not allowed to say in Ireland or you no, know, in no. the nation, or the, it's like because it, it's definitely got to have that Christmassy fairy tale feel. It's the greatest decorated tree in all, all the, the land. land. <laughs> like that's what that. we're looking for, and it is all with thanks, by the way, to our friends at uh, Oak Tree Financial. Uh, their ethos very simple indeed: trusted, timely, and simple planning for your financial future. No matter what your situation is, uh, they can help. Uh, they'll give you trusted, jargon-free advice to ease your concerns around money and uh, your future if you want to check them out oaktreefinancial.ie okay whatever it happens to be pensions financial planning savings investments protection all that sort of stuff oaktreefinancial.ie if you want to check them out and they'll be helping PJ and myself and all the gang here judge the most decorated tree in all All the the land land. (laughs) I like doing that so uh, if you want to get your picture in that's what it's about basically you get a picture of your decorated Christmas tree when you get it up Uh, you get a picture uh, to us uh, either on our social media on Facebook you can pop it up there or you can send it in to us uh, on WhatsApp 087188 yeah a lot to be said for a nice decorated tree I suppose absolutely yeah and as PJ pointed out now we're covering all the bases right I am I'm the bit I'm sort of simple well that's been said many times in my tastes I mean you and me you know I like (laughs) I like the kind of classic elegant he's into one colour lights you know kind of traditional colours a bit sophisticated yeah he likes things to, to sort of match and have a running team PJ likes basically an explosion of colour don't you? You yeah. like multicolors and I want someone to just like throw tinsel around the room and not really decorate and loads of colors and those lights that look like they're bells and all and yeah. they, they blink lo- insanely all the time. I love all of that. And like if someone that just gets a cannon and shoots a glitter bomb into the roof from where yeah. it lands, it lands. I love all that tactile so, nonsense. So I you've literally it. you've got judges covering all the bases, no matter what style of Christmas tree you have. So get it into us. WhatsApp 0871880008 or on our Facebook page. <laughs> Prince in 1999 here are classic hits thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim final call on the breakfast table quiz if you want to try and win yourself that year's supply of John Frieda hair care that we have to give away this week uh, get on the WhatsApp 87 8 let us know if you want to play on the breakfast table quiz 9 the score to beat at the moment now um, we were talking about Christmas trees and uh, our let me see your tree uh, promotion that we have on the go at the moment and all that sort of stuff and also tomorrow we should mention We'll be out and about. PJ and myself we are going will. going to a land that has many, many wonderfully decorated Christmas trees known as Jones's Garden Centre. Oh, the oh. annual trip, it feels like at this stage. Doesn't it? It's like yeah. this is the equivalent. This is like the grown-up equivalent of going to see Santa, except PJ and me are going to see Jonesy yeah. and, he, and his breakfast. 
And we do love his breakfast. We do love his breakfast. We do. Now, the thing about it is, obviously, is that, um, uh, you know, the, the caf- cafes and, and restaurants and bars and stuff, they're not open until Friday. Friday. But Jones's Garden Centre itself is open. Is open, so you can go in and you, yeah. can, get all your, you can get all your Christmas decorations, basically anything you need. Um, that it's man like sells everything you need. We've described it in the past as a, a Disneyland of it Christmas is. decorations. It is. It's a Disneyland for... It's a Christmas wonderland for adults. It really is. <laughs> yeah, so that's where we'll be. We'll be in Jones's Garden Centre uh, broadcasting live tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Going to see Jonesy and all the gang uh, out there and get a breakfast. I'm just putting that in in case he thinks, you know, that he does, because the cafe is closed, that he doesn't have to feed us. I just want him to know he does mm. absolutely have to feed us. Sure, he's not that big of a looper. He'd forget <laughs> that we love an L sausage, Jim. Surely not. Surely not. But but speaking of Christmas trees... <laughs> speaking of Christmas trees, this is a great story. One of Britain's oldest and most underwhelming uh, Christmas trees is back on display this year. Underwhelming? Underwhelming. It looks... Pathetic. I'm looking at it here. It's one of the worst looking trees I have ever seen. It essentially looks like an old saggy twig stuck in a block. And I have to say, I love it. It looks exactly how I feel about Christmas. It's 100 years old. Uh, owner Kay Ashton, she's 66 and she says, The battered tree, which is held together by sticky tape, survived being bombed in the blitz, so it's nothing to be laughed at. Um, but she herself does admit it is a bit of a family joke at this stage uh, so it survived it cost two shillings when it was bought in 1920 by her grandmother from Woolworths Woolworths went, yeah uh, and she says even her sister calls her and has called her already this year and says so I suppose you've got the twig out have you and she says I have indeed she said does it look any better I said absolutely not Worse of anything. Uh, her gran, yeah, got it in words of saying that. And it's two feet high. It was hit by shrapnel during the Blitz in 1940. And it survived eight house moves with this family. This tree, Jim, much like myself, is a survivor. It's a, it's a Christmas survivor. Scarred by many Christmases. Yeah, and it still looks desperate, downtrodden and underwhelming. I identify with this tree more than you will ever know. I can tell you that much. Why did they... What the, and so what? They just have some sort of weird sentimental attachment to it. It's because... So it's a, a ridiculous, pathetic-looking effort of an artificial Christmas tree yeah. that they've just kept since 1920. And she says she can't believe it survived in the family. She says her ma threw her father's medals well, from the second. war away. How, how, how much has it actually survived if the sister rings up and goes, have you got that old twig out again? Jim, I honestly don't think this thing ever looked very well. This thing is mad. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'd say it looks as good now. <laughs> I, or you could genuinely look at this tree and say, do you know something? You haven't aged a bit. And the tree would be like, I know, thank you very much. You're lovely. If the tree could talk. Did you know I got hit by shrapnel? Did you know that, yeah, I'm a survivor. I can't believe it. Maybe next year I'd say this is me last, is it? I'd say this is me last. That's what the tree would be saying to you. Constantly uh, waiting to get thrown. And do, like, do they have a, a sort of a, a, another tree, like a, a modern, fresh kind of tree? No, this is the family tradition now. They've oh got the, the two-foot tree goes on the table. Two-foot? Yeah, it goes on the table. They can't believe it's lasted in the family. Like, literally, the woman who bought it threw away her husband's World War II medals. Because she it thought they were kind of... fortune. Well, she was like, old medals from an old war. They're taking up room under the bed where we can put yeah. the tree for the rest. You're right. Of the year. So we'll get the tree out as well. Yeah, certainly will not. You will not get that tree out. They said only a couple of years ago they panicked and thought the tree had gone missing, and then just in the nick of time, like I said, they found it under the bed, and Christmas was saved. <laughs> uh, they said. <laughs> They say as well that like, people must think it's a very cherished family heirloom. You know, they must be yeah. like, well, you have looked after it for a hundred years. Eight house moves. Three different family members to have held on to it in spite of medals going missing all this. It must so mean so much to your family. And she says, ah, no, not really. <laughs> it's just something we do now at this stage. Breakfast table quiz. It's time for the breakfast table quiz. Win the best prize out there is... Try to get the biggest score Hope the next call gets some more It's a breakfast table quiz 
The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Now, John Frieda are currently celebrating 33% off their entire range. You can pick them up in places like Dunn Stores and Super Value and selected pharmacies at the moment. As I say, 33% off the entire range. And to celebrate that fact, they've given us a year's supply of John Frieda hair care to give away on the Breakfast Table Quiz this week. Your chance to give yourself, or indeed somebody you love, uh, the gift of great hair this Christmas. Oh. If only somebody could give me the gift of great hair, PJ. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. It would be extraordinary. Well, you It'd know... It'd be like a Christmas dream come true. I know the feeling. Like, you, you, I mean, you don't have a lot of it, and I have basically <laughs> wire wool growing out of the side of my face. You know, where well, you see, they, John Frieda can help with that. They yeah. are the home of the iconic Frizzies. Yeah. And I'm sure Frizzies could even soften wire. I don't know, man. You'd need a gallon of it. It'd be like, it'd be, it'd be, you know... <laughs> Whether you're tackling unruly locks or oh. you want to deal with your frizz, John yeah. Frieda are the people for it. So a year's <laughs> supply. By the way, you can check out their Instagram page, instagram.com forward slash John Frieda Ireland, if you want to get full details of the range and the uh, uh, all of the bits and pieces and where to pick them up and all that. But a uh, year's supply to play for. Who's going to do it, PJ? It is going to be Jackie Leddy. So how are you, Jackie? Hiya. Uh, how are you going? getting? Hello back there. How are you getting on? Grand, grand, just on my way to work. Very good, Jackie. Where are you this morning? Um, Killing the manor. Killing the manor, very good. And listen, are you flying solo at the moment, Jackie? Anybody around that might be able to give you a bit of a dig out? No, I'm <sighs> on my own. Ah, well. <laughs> Look, a Jackie Lady on her own is good. Is is worth three in the bush. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure that's quite the same, but I know what he's getting at, and I'm on his side. <laughs> right, so uh, we need double figures minimum, Jackie, so at least ten more if you can manage it. 60 seconds. Ready to go? Yeah. Best of luck. Here we go. How many Dalmatian dogs are featured in the animated film? 101. Alopecia is a term for the loss of what? Hair. What does BBC stand for? Oh, I have British Broadcasting Corporation What nut is used to make marzipan? Oh, almond What what element does O represent in the periodic table? Uh, I have a clue Oxygen, who was the British Prime Minister before Theresa May? Tony Blair David Cameron, in metres, how oh. long is an Olympic swimming pool? Oh, Christ, don't know <laughs> 50, where would you find the Golden Gate Bridge? San Francisco How many make How many makes up a baker's dozen? Uh, tw- 24 13 Complete this well-known phrase A leopard never changes its what? What? Who is the lead singer of Coldplay? Oh, uh, what's his second name? Chris What's his face? Oh, Chris Martin That's What is the main fruit in Ribena? Blackcorn? Yeah, what Chris brand is Gary Lineker the face of? Walker Yes, yes Walker's it was <laughs> Will that be enough? I have to say, Jackie, I love your casual attitude to the whole... I haven't got a clue. I don't know that. <laughs> Dismissive of the ones. Yeah. I have to say I like it. What are you asking me that for, for God's sake, Peter? <laughs> right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Very close, oh. Jackie. Very close, you know. Oh. You were only just Nearly a couple there. away. Just a couple away. But listen, anyway, Jackie, thanks for playing. Have a good day. Take care Thank of yourself. You. Cheers. See you, Jackie. Listen, a quick one for you. uh, Because Lorcan Doyle and Catherine Benedict have apparently just announced their engagement, right? They're getting engaged. Oh, yes. Congratulations. The thing about it is, this this Colette has sent this in. Right. Now, Lorcan and Catherine are in Jamaica. So I'm suspecting that they're not listening to us, right? You never know. But Colette wants us to give them a shout out. She wants to record it and send it to them. Right. So, uh, she might be standing by with her fingers on the buttons. Are the you moment. ready? Yes. Right. Are you ready for this, Colette? Give right. her a countdown. I'll give her a countdown. Right, here we go. Going live in three, two, one. Hello. What's the names again? <laughs> Colette and Jim, is it? No. Oh. Larkin Doyle and Catherine Benedict. Happy engagement. Larkin Doyle and Catherine Benedict have a very happy engagement and life and whatever else happens in all the middle of those things. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You Don't you have a little bit of life wishes? Uh, Colette yeah. was the person who sent it in. Oh, right. I, I knew there was a third person involved there somewhere. Who apparently met us when we went to Galway. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, We're, I know. Yeah, that's... I remember I that. Tell the, I could see the recognition in your eyes, but he... I'm just trying to remember how I got to Galway. 
Uh, yeah, also, I want to give a shout-out as well to Kevin and Siobhan. Kevin and Siobhan and Donny Carney have just had baby Fia. Baby Fia has just come into the world. Welcome. Uh, so Welcome, baby family. Fia. Welcome, baby Fia. And Kevin and Siobhan, congratulations, yeah. too. Um, I hope you get married in Jamaica someday and make it all <laughs> a perfect, weird circle that everyone yeah. can enjoy. A weird circle of life. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we should nearly do that for them now. Now that they're recording it, Jim. It's the circle. <laughs> circle of life. Oh. Uh, by the way, listen, if you want to uh, to catch up with us tomorrow, um, you can do it in Jones's Garden Centre. We're going to be out and about. It's the first time we've been out and about in absolutely ages, ages on one of our little outside broadcasts. Uh, and we're going back. It's become like a bit of a tris- uh, Christmas tradition uh, for us to go and see uh, our version of Santa, known as Jonesy, in Jones's Garden Centre. Gas, man. Yeah. The Santa similarities are extraordinary, aren't they? They are, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Two jolly men just two jolly bringing lads. Christmas spirits wherever they go. Telling you, it's unreal. Yeah. So it is, the two of them. And, and, and they know, the amount of people they know. Like, I'd say, uh, you know, the, obviously Santa knows everybody. Uh, yeah. And I'd say Jonesy knows almost, almost everybody. everybody. Yeah. So. And if they don't know, if he doesn't know them, they, they've heard of him. Exactly. So there's definitely that. Exactly. Yeah. He'd be exactly. out there. I'm telling you, Santa's got only. Santa has a few reindeers. Jonesy has millions of them. Millions of <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. That's probably Reason where I'm Santa like, gets his reindeer. I, I from, wouldn't from be a bit Jonesy. surprised. What are, they're unreal. You go out there. The talking ones. Remember the talking oh, ones? Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, by yeah. the way, for those uh, wondering, were named PJ and Jim last year. Correct. Now, I'm hoping that when we go out tomorrow, there'll be a sign. That shows you that their names are PJ and Jim. Yeah, because I have a funny feeling Jonesy might tell everybody what they want to hear. That if Maura and Andy came in later, that they, they're suddenly the reindeers are called Maura and Andy. Exactly. Or Colette and Jerry Ringrose in Jamaica. <laughs> they, that's what they'd be called then as well. Oh, but listen, so we're going to be there. Uh, so the idea is basically, obviously the garden centre is open. The whole complex is kind of open and uh, all of the Christmas decorations and lights and uh, everything. It's a huge wonderland of Christmassy jingleness Indeed, that yeah. you can enjoy. And also, PJ has just informed me that, of course, even though the cafe isn't open to sit in it's because still- of the current regulations until Friday. Friday will open properly again, but you can still get the takeaways. You can still come in when we're there, buy your takeaway coffee, get yourself your breakfast rolls or sandwich or your your pastries and all of that sort of crack, so you can still come in, give us a wave, get your few bits and pieces and head on into your day. Absolutely you can. Andy Bad News was out there yesterday setting up the technical stuff for it, right? And he said he had a magnificent mushroom and dill soup. Did he? Yes, he did. Jim, he's enjoying the finest. (laughs) Mushroom and dill. Miss Mushroom and dill soup he had when he was out there Mushroom and Dill they got married in Jamaica <laughs> you know, long time ago and it was a marriage made in heaven buddy, certainly it was <laughs> just ask Andy he was the best man went through five bowls of the pair of them so hopefully we'll see you live from Jones's Garden Centre <laughs> tomorrow if you're around you've been listening to the PJ and Jim in the morning catch up podcast catch PJ and Jim live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Classic Hits